Hi, this is Mark, and thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about New Year's, a good approach for a new year. Well, you know, New Year's Day is a day of resting our heart and restoring the habit of turning to Christ every day for a fresh start. And while so many people are making plans to celebrate on December 31st and figuring out what their New Year's resolutions will be, I got to thinking to myself, what should Christians be doing? What should I be doing? And I'm certainly not suggesting that there is one right way of of observing a new year, but let me just share some thoughts with you that might help us to stay Christ-focused in 2023. Wow, that almost sounds strange to pronounce, doesn't it? 2023. Maybe you look back over this past year with a bit of maybe disappointment because you can see the mistakes you made and the missteps you took over the year. Well, this might be the time of year when you can make a fresh start. Now, we don't have to wait until the beginning of a year to make a fresh start. We know from the Bible in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, That quote, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. And that means that we can live without regret and shame because joy and mercy are available to us all the time. And yet, a new year can inspire us to move forward. For example, a new year can inspire new resolutions. So people will make resolutions of all kinds, like quitting smoking or starting a new diet or getting a gym membership or reducing their spending. In other words, if there's any kind of issue in our lives that we need to deal with, this is a good time of year to address it. And if there's a sin to deal with, well, this is a good time to deal with that too. Psalm 32, verse 10 says, Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in him. You see, the habits and addictions that are in our lives are simply symptomatic of deeper issues. Maybe fear, for example, is driving you to drive uh, or is driving you to, to drink or abuse drugs or Maybe you're the kind of person who seeks attention by causing drama everywhere you go. Or maybe you run from conflict by exercising too much and trying to control a painful situation by uh, regulating your calories too closely. Well, whatever it is for you. The new year is a good time to dig up the roots of trouble by the power of the Holy Spirit in honesty and repentance. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10 tells us, For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. So deal with those sins. But also in this new year, let's pause to remember all that the Lord has done for us. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 12 reminds us, Take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. In other words, followers of Christ are encouraged never to forget what the Lord has done for us. January 1st is a wonderful time to remember the goodness of God 
in our lives. And Paul encourages us to consider God's grace and mercy toward us, not giving us what we deserve, but giving us what we don't deserve, which is his love and forgiveness. And let's not forget to celebrate a new year. Psalm 118 verse 24 says that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the psalmist's exhortation for every day, not just New Year's Day, not only on good days, but every day is the Lord's day, and every day we are His, and we can rejoice in it. The now-deceased Adrian Rogers once said, Jesus was not a recluse. He performed his first miracle at a wedding when he changed water into wine. He was so full of life that his enemies called him a wine-bibber and a glutton. He was not, but there was in him a genuine joy. And if you don't have that joy, you're not like Jesus, for he literally was leaping with joy. Now, we're not called to drunkenness because that's not joy, but we're encouraged by Christ's example to, f- to be filled with the exuberance for life, which is living inside of us by the Holy Spirit. But also, New Year is a good time to remember that the coming of Jesus is one year closer. Isn't that awesome? Every year, someone will try to predict the end of the world, don't they? These so-called prophets will tell you not only when, but how the world will end. The truth is that only God knows when the world will come to an end. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36 says, But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. And yet, somehow, every January 1st, people will predict the end of the world. For we as Christians, January 1st is a wonderful time of year to remember that Jesus will return. We don't know when. But one thing we know for sure is that Jesus' return is sooner today than it was yesterday. And with that in mind, we continue to prepare for his return. 1 John chapter 3, verses 2 and 3 reminds us, Beloved, we are God's children now, and what will be has yet to be appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is, and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. John Piper explains that if you really want to be like Jesus when he comes, pursue being like him now. In other words, a new year is a good reminder to keep Jesus in the focus of our minds. The reality is that New Year's Day isn't any different than any other day of the year. But for those of us who follow Jesus Christ, the very idea of throwing out an old calendar and starting with 12 clean pages is a good reminder that those pages, like our lives, quickly become messy. But New Year's Day is a day of resetting our hearts, of restoring the habit of turning to Christ every day for a fresh start. Not a new relationship, but a relationship with Jesus that is always growing. And so with that, 
Happy New Year, my friend. God bless you.